The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. You're tuned in to Heat Check with Trista Crick. On this bonus episode of the Heat Check, we've got a special guest today, Jeff Goodman, basketball analyst at Stadium, noted college hoop specialist. He dropped by the show BetMGM tonight, broke down his favorite picks in the upcoming draft, Really, really good stuff. As always, Jeff killed it. So let's get right into it, and let's drop that beat. We start off by asking Jeff his general thoughts about the draft. They are funny. And then to break down the three, four, five, and six picks. Very fascinating to hear Jeff break down the players that he's been seeing since they were 14 years old. What's up? It's time to talk to our favorite college basketball expert. I appreciate that, Trista. You know, if, you, if you're looking for great info, yeah. like who's going to take who? Like, nobody knows. I mean, these mock drafts, I, I tweeted it the other day. I'm like, I want to know because I've done them for years, and I actually didn't do one this year because you can't – like, I know I'm plugged in with all these NBA guys. Um they're still gonna gonna lie to you. They they want certain things out there. Remember the the Paulo Jabari Smith thing last year yep. uh, on Wednesday and Thursday leading up to the draft, and what a mess that was for 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 betters. I mean that thing was out of control. I've never seen anything like it. Um, I think we may get something similar with with the number two pick this year. Uh, if Charlotte's smart, that's what they're doing. Find the media person who is dumb enough to put out whatever you tell them. That's what it's all about. Yeah, no doubt. I'm curious, uh, outside of the number two and number three pick, I'm really curious about sort of four, five, six, and how much disparity there really is, in your opinion, between the Thompson twins and Acer versus Cam Whitmore. Because I could see Cam Whitmore going four. I could see Portland maybe doing something really crazy because they worked him out. But, like, in terms of what you see with your eyes and what you know about prospects and how they translate to the NBA, can you compare just the disparity between those three? It's hard because, again, Asar and, and Amen uh, are freak athletes. We know that. Uh, who, who have played in overtime elite, which, you know, again, 
that's all they're doing. All they're doing is working on their game all year, right? And, and they're shooting. They've been there for two years now. Two years, they came there as subpar shooters, and they're going to leave there as subpar shooters. So that scares the hell out of me, to be honest. Where Cam Whitmore, he was hurt prior to the season at Villanova. He didn't shoot it great, but he had his moments where he shot it fairly well. I, I think – and the other part that scares me with the Thompson twins, you know, I talked to Dave Lado, who coached him, former college coach, and he said, these dudes, we have to, like, literally kick him out of the gym. They want to be in the gym all day, all night. That's all they care about. So that scares me, too. They're in the gym all the time, working on their shot, and it's not gotten significantly better. Uh, again, great athletes, but in this day and age, in this NBA, if you can't shoot, you better do something at an elite level besides run and jump. Up next, I had to ask Jeff about the number two pick as well, then follow up with a breakdown on two high-risk, high-reward picks, Kentucky's Cason Wallace and Arkansas's Nick Smith. Yeah, they're just completely different players, right? Yeah. Scoot is kind of a Derrick Rose type of player. Um, big, strong, athletic, has a gear to him, can pass, can make people better, was in the G League the last couple of years. Uh, Brandon Miller, kind of the new age, you know, what everybody wants in the NBA, that multidimensional, versatile forward who shot the hell out of it for the first two-thirds of the season and then really struggled shooting the ball the last third of the year. And I don't care about the off-the-court stuff. I, I really don't, and I don't think it's that. I sat down with Brandon Miller for an, like an hour in Portland, Oregon, and, and spent an hour plus with his family. Um, seemed like really, really good, high-character people. I know you know people are going to push back on me for that with the incident, but I keep going back to, hey, listen, I I'm not a gun owner. And if somebody said to me, you know what? I left my gun in the backseat of your thousand car. Percent. What would you do? I get, I get that gun the hell out of my backseat. Right. However, whether it's throwing it in a ditch, whether it's getting it to the owner of the gun, but it, it's not staying in the backseat of my car. So again, I, I think we were quick to judge, or a lot of people were quick to judge Brandon Miller when I, I don't know if he got a, a fair shake and everything. Did he make a bad decision? Absolutely. I'm Can he really play? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm really curious, too, uh, Jeff, about Case and Wallace. It feels like, you know, Kentucky players at the NBA level, they just deliver, and they're constantly undervalued in said draft. What can Case and Wallace be to you? No, I'm with you. I'm with you 100% on this one, Trista. I think he's terrific. He's just – he's a bulldog guard is what he is, number one. He's an elite defender. He plays so hard, so tough. In fact, like that's why he was injured a lot of this year. It was just he played, he went too hard. Um, where, where to me, the other thing, not a great shooter, came out of the gate, shot it better than we thought from three, but I thought he was a much better point guard in, in terms of running the team than I thought he was when I saw him in the AU circuit a couple of years ago. So I'm a big believer in Casey Wallace. You don't need, listen, there aren't traditional point guards anymore anyway. We know that. Like, how many are there? They just don't really exist. Lonzo Ball might be like the last of the Mohegans. Like, like honestly, who else, who else is there that really makes people better consistently anymore in the NBA? Like it's it's Lonzo, and now obviously he's he's hurt, and who knows what he'll be in the future. So I, I think to me, Casey Wallace can be a really really good point guard uh, in in the NBA, and and a guy who's a two way player. 
Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Following back up on point guards, Nick Smith will be the first uh, number one high school to college draft uh, prospect to not be in the top five. Um, he's now getting mocked around 20, 20 in the twenties. Like, is there a possibility that, you know, this is all smoke and mirrors and maybe he'll move up in the draft because someone says, well, it was really his knee that blew up at Arkansas. Or do you think he's like the fourth or fifth point guard taken? So I think he's more of a two. First of all, we didn't really see him at Arkansas because he was hurt all year. Uh, again, I saw him in AU ball, and I loved him. I thought he was a three-level scorer, good size for the two, you know, two guard position, six-five. Um, he just never showed any burst this this past year because he was hurt uh, going into the year. Then he remember he he shut it down, went out to California, uh, rehabbed out there. Arkansas didn't think he was ever going to come back. He came back, which I thought honestly showed a lot about his character. Most guys would have shut it down, and instead he came back and finished. He didn't finish strong. But he finished with Arkansas and, and tried to help him win. I, again, I think you're buying so low with Nick Smith. If you're getting him at any anywhere between 15 and 20, I love, love, love that pick. We then asked Jeff to break down three other fascinating players, Kobe Bufkin, Jordan Hawkins, and one of the more polarizing high-end, could be a top 10 t- talent, Grady Dick. Once again, the insight is amazing. Jeff always blesses us, so listen carefully. I do because, again, he shot it really well. He didn't do anything the first half of the year, uh, really struggled. Uh, but second half of the year, he, he was terrific. He just fits what, what you want right now. And, and, and again, in a, in a wing player, right, he can shoot it. He can get to the basket. He's athletic, uh, got good size for his position. So I think Bufkin's one. Of, and, and honestly, it's kind of what have you done for me lately, right? right? Like people forget it doesn't matter what you did early in the year. It matters kind of how you progressed. And sometimes you want those like lower expectations early and then you exceed rather than, than obviously the flip side. What about uh, Jordan Hawkins? So, well, in lack of ability to dribble. Yeah, too, that helps. That doesn't, doesn't help. Doesn't help <laughs> yeah. Also, but what he can do, like you said, I think he's the second best shooter in the draft. I think Grady Dick is the best shooter. Uh, he shot 40% from three as a freshman. Hawkins was really good this year. Uh, but again, I think Hawkins is more limited offensively. Grady Dick, to me, um, deceptive athlete, great size, 6'8". Um, so I, those two guys, we talked about it earlier, right? The Thompson twins can't really shoot. Scoot re- can't really shoot. Um, Anthony Black can't really shoot. You got a lot of those guys that you were talking about, Whitmore, in that like four, three to eight range. Can one of Grady Dick or Jordan, Jordan Hawkins move up because of that, right? Because of their ability to shoot it. I could see one of those guys being reaches 
and, and it might be Grady Dick. I mean, I just, yeah. again, I think his potential, because he's more than just a, a Kyle Korver. He is a guy who can put in the floor some. He's not a liability defensively. I think he's one of those guys that you put him with the right group, man. And and the other part with him, he can go 0 for 12 from three. He's still going to shoot it. Like, he's just like this. Like, doesn't show any emotion. Um doesn't get rattled. Yeah, I was just about to ask you about that because I think in the beginning of the college basketball season, you said for sure lottery pick. Now, do you think he's a top 10 guy? Because his number's 10 and a half, and I've even seen Orlando maybe reaching for him at six if they don't think that they can get him at 11. Uh, like, And then also, what do you think his player comp upside would be? Yeah, I could see him going, like I said, uh, in the first 10. I, I really could. You know, again, I just think teams value shooting so heavily right now, and they should when you watch, you know, the Nuggets win it all, and, and, and they got Jamal Murray who can shoot it, and Michael Porter's space on the court, even though he didn't make shots for the first, you know, few games in, in the series. Um, his comp, I mean, again, I think his floor is Kyle Korver, but I, I think he's, he's, he's better than that. He's, you know, J.J. Redick-ish, um, but again, he's 6'8", guys. Yeah. That's the thing about him. He's six eight two guard. Is his ceiling is his ceiling a healthy up. Michael Porter Jr.? Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think. I've I've seen both for so long. Yeah, I mean, I actually, she like Porter. I mean, I like Grady. The one thing with Porter that always scares me every year is the injuries. Yep. Like he's just he made it through this year, but the injuries always are going to be a factor with Michael Porter. If he can get through, you know, a year, you're like, and again. They're similar, and they can both be like your third guy. Yeah. I don't think I don't think Grady Dick can be more than that. But if you have two dudes around him, Grady Dick can be that third guy, and he just spaces it. And I actually think he might be able to put it on the floor better than than Michael Porter Jr. Who is the best big in this NBA draft? It's not named Victor Wambayama. You will be stunned at his answer. He nailed it. Uh, Derek Lively. Wow. I, see, I like Derek Lively again. You got to remember, I saw a lot of these guys in the AU circuit where yeah. they're allowed to do more than they were in college, and I saw Derek Lively making threes, guys. Wow! So I, I've seen, I also saw the Duke Carolina game yeah. at Cameron when he blocked like every shot. Every Baycott was swallowed up. Everybody on Carolina couldn't get their shot off. He had like four points and ten blocks, and altered about fifteen others and dominated the game. But again, what I saw of Derek Lively was somebody that can make, you know, 33, 35% from three if he works at it. So I think Lively, he runs like a deer. Um, he blocks and alters shots. Long athletic. He'll be able to put on some weight. And again, better offensively than people have seen so far. Yeah, we saw uh, Walker Kessler really light things up offensively in a way that we didn't see. Do you think Derek Lively could sneak into the top 10? It's plus 225 for him, and all the buzz is about him rising up the draft boards. I do. I do. But again, we say that, and it's like, all right, who's going to fall? Right. That's the big thing, right? Who, you know, it, it, are one of the Thompsons going to fall? Is Asar going to fall uh, that far? Is, you know, I mean, to me, like, Jarris Walker is one of those guys. Maybe he falls a little bit because he doesn't do any one thing yeah. spectacular. He's a very good athlete, but not an elite athlete. He's a good shooter, not a great shooter. Very good defender, good passer. He does everything well. But, like, could he be that guy that kind of slips a little bit because, you know, some of these other guys, again, like they do one 
Grady Dick does one thing elite, and that's shoot the basketball. You just don't find guys at that size. Derek Lively is kind of your, your prototypical big that you want these days, right? Super athletic, super long, can run the court. You know, you, you, you can play him. You know, you, you, you can honestly, he can, he can guard so many different positions and switch on so many different players. Yeah. That, that I think, you know, yeah, I, I could see it. I could see it, guys. That's all the time that we have for this bonus episode of the Heat Check. Many thanks to Jeff Goodman, who is always great. Follow him on Twitter at, at @GoodmanHoops. The interview, as always, conducted on BetMGM tonight. Many thanks to my co-host Ryan Horvat, who you can hear throughout the bonus episodes, and my producer Scott Lynn. Do not forget to download, subscribe, like, tell all your friends, rate, review every single one of them, uh, and follow us on social at, at this Heat Check and at Trista Crick on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. We'll see you next time, and make sure you stick around for more bonus episodes to come the entire draft week.